Anti Catholic Radio. This is your host, Taylor Troll, in the Red Sea Radio Studios. It is January and I'm sweating. It is 80 degrees outside and I think 80 degrees inside as well. People don't listen to the show for me, they listen to the show for who comes on the show. And we have a returner today. The one and only, the bearded wonder, the man, the myth, the legend. Barney Stinson is on the radio. Barney, how are you today? I'm doing so well. Thanks for having me. <laughs> legend. That was my Barney impression. It was not good. Wait for it. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Bearded Blevins is back on the show. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, thank you. It's good to be back. And I appreciate being called the bearded wonder. I'm considering a, a name change. You should. You've been changing that uh, logo of yours on your stream and on your social media, and it gets cooler and cooler as you go it all as you've been going on. I think Bearded Wonder is in your future. Thank you, thank you. I actually can't take any credit for anything cool that happens on my stream. People see it and they're like, "That's really cool. I wonder if I can make it cooler." And then they send it to me, and I'm like, "Hey, can I have that for free?" And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> they're very fun. generous it's cool being cool because people give you free things i wouldn't know anything about that but you do oh goodness um so i'm just giving the people what they want having you back on the show because you my friend as we announced last week you took a huge lead back when you came on it was i couldn't believe it when i looked at it today it was august 16th episode 96 way back wow. in august you came on the show it quickly became the most listened to episode in Forte Catholic history. And then our good friend T with Tolkien came on the show and started creeping towards you, creeping towards you, creeping towards you. In the last few days of 2018, you held fast and you were the top episode of Forte Catholic in 2018. Congratulations, man. Wow. You know what? I was going to say I have sound effects, but I don't have that one. And that one actually <laughs> sound re sounded really good. So here's what I'm going to do. In uh, when I edit the show at the end, I'm actually going to yeah. isolate that audio of you and make that a sound effect on the show. Oh, that's that. This is more <laughs> of an honor than you could ever imagine. And I got to say, you know, don't you cannot give me credit for the podcast blowing up. My mother is a legend on Facebook and she shared the podcast to her personal Facebook page and it was listened to by 60 and up your olds dude i how, how have i not known this story i saw you share it with your thousands and thousands of followers i i follow your mom i found her on twitter because she is she is so proud of you and your brothers like she's she's the most like proud mother i think in the world except my mother because i'm the best but other than that i mean she's amazing i had no idea how did you not tell me the story that she shared it on facebook that's awesome she's just she's adorable you know because it feels good when you get the credit for it so i wasn't gonna and she's humble i didn't want to <laughs> you know make her have to pray more litanies of humility or anything but she definitely shared it and when my mom shared and this is the thing though when you're like 50 and up and you're on facebook like your friends will read whatever you post and listen to whatever you post our generation's not like that we're like oh podcast i'm not mentioning it scrolling but like anyone <laughs> will listen to my mom's stuff Okay, two follow-ups to that. Number one, uh, only people fifty and up are on Facebook. Uh, second, Sass. second of all, you just said that you if you're not tagged in something, you scroll by. But uh, you've gotten on to me a, a, a few times in the last couple months. I, you don't like when I tag you in things, so you scroll no, no. by when you are tagged. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, first of all, I am kidding. I do like to listen to uh, the greatest podcast of all time, yours. The second greatest podcast of all time, clerically speaking. Wait, wait, wait. What did you? What did you say? Uh, what song did you? Uh, what was the second one you said? Hold on. The second greatest podcast of all time. You talking about this one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get permission for that one. Sorry, Nick Sharapa. <laughs> I got permission the first time. I didn't this time. I'll hear from your lawyer. I just met yes. his girlfriend at Seek. I was at Seek this weekend. That's cool. That's cool. Seek looked awesome. It looked fun. And it's cool that that was a thing that they met on Twitter. And Twitter really is like the greatest matchmaker of all. It, it, I mean, after that song and Fiddler on the Roof, I would have to agree with you. Are you a Fiddler <laughs> of the Roof fan? Nope. Never heard of it. Never seen it. Oh my gosh, we're going to stop. The rest of the show is just going to be a, an audio cast of Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, just I've for also you. never seen, also never seen Die Hard. No one asked. I'm just kidding. Sorry, I blew up. <laughs> uh, so not your favorite Christmas movie of all time. No. 
Uh, okay, wait, okay. Speaking of Christmas, I'm very confused, and you work for the church, and you're like old or something. So how old are you? I don't know how old you are. I'm 31 years of age. Yeah, you're old. So uh, you're about to be on Facebook, and everybody will listen to everything you post. <laughs> yeah, so. seriously. I'm 19 years so Facebook, Taylor. Okay, okay. I'm very confused about this. My wife asked me this question today, and I was like, I have no idea. As we record this, it is the Tuesday after Epiphany. I've always heard that the epiphany, like when, when the, the three wise dudes come, that that was the end of Christmas. And so I thought Monday was the first Monday in ordinary time. We're in this quasi non-time zone thing where it's like today is just the Tuesday after epiphany. Next week starts ordinary time, but it's not Christmas and it's not ordinary time. What are we doing? Now, listen, this is a, a live recorded podcast. Okay. So I can't, I can't speak too confidently in case I'm wrong because that would be a blow to my ego. I've never been wrong in all of the 117 episodes <laughs> And I could be show. very wrong about this, but I'm all about humility. So I'm going to go ahead and just say what my guess is anyway. I'm pretty sure that we finish Christmas, people argue, that we finish Christmas at the baptism of Jesus. Correct me if I'm wrong that this coming Sunday is the baptism of Jesus. I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I was right. Though. Are you looking up? You look it up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about that because this is. It's bothered. It's the baptism me. of our Lord. It's the baptism of our Lord. Is it really? It. Yeah. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I'm glad it is. It is the baptism of our Lord, the feast of the baptism of our Lord. It's also the feast of Saint Hilary. So that oh. is yeah. So I've actually heard both. I've heard that it ends at the Epiphany. I've also heard that it ends at the baptism of our Lord, which then begins ordinary time. So I'm guessing ordinary times Monday. Catholics are weird and confusing. We're going to get into that in the rest of today's segment because we got to get into Seek. Seek was amazing, but it had some moments that had me wondering. But uh, I can't wait to hear about it. Before we do that. Since I realized today that it was so long ago that you came on the show, uh, what have you been up to since then? I learned a lot about you since then. What have you been doing? Okay, so August was when I was on. I'll never forget that because it was in Arizona and you interrupted my vacation and it was so fun to be on with you. Um, I actually was like, like ah, that's, not, that's a fine time, but it ended up being great and we had a great conversation. And since then, we've gotten to know each other quite a bit. Thank the Lord for Twitter and your Instagram videos on your way home. Absolutely. Uh, but so since then, a lot uh, ministry at the parish has been going really well. Um, so just being keeping busy there, uh, hired some rock stars uh, to be over there. And it's been fun working with them. I've done quite a bit of traveling. Um, so I was in Louisiana for an event. Greatest food I have ever had in my life. Amen. Amen. And it isn't close, maybe close with Italy. But besides that, like Louisiana is where it's at. I was just there over Christmas and and ate and gained 97 pounds. So. <laughs> yeah, I attribute all my weight gain this year to Louisiana. Um, I got to do that. I went um, to TwitchCon, which was a really cool kind of Twitch event where a bunch of streamers get together. Um, uh, and that was just a blast. It was in San Jose. I'd never been to California before that. Um, I got to go to New York for New Year's Eve. Um, for Times Square for an event that my brother did. That was wild. Uh, so it's been, it's been a lot of like normalcy at work and with the family and really enjoying the family. And then a lot of fun travel as well. It, it was really exciting for me that on, your, on the way back from your trip to Louisiana, we got to meet in person because I was flying home from God knows where, <laughs> wherever I was. And you were flying home from Louisiana. We... I, I landed and you were taking off from like the terminals next to each other. So I walked over, you bought, you bought us a drink. We, we hugged and then you left, you know, you flew back home. And <laughs> I learned in that moment, not in all of my stalking of you before you came on the show the first time, not since, not during the interview, you travel and speak and stuff like you're cool outside of Twitch. I, I had no idea. I had no First idea. First of all, that's offensive. Second of all, let's not say <laughs> I was coming home from wherever I was. You were at a Protestant conference. Was I? NYWC. <laughs> I am so proud of that. I'm glad you remember. I, I, I just traveled a lot this fall. It, it's it's all very confusing. It's the best conference yeah. that we ever go to for youth ministry. NYWC. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it at all. <laughs> Hashtag LTLC. So it, it's, it was, yeah, dude, it, it's, and not cool. It's literally, we like, it's just networking. It's just like, I, I, you get invited to one event, you talk at it, it goes well, you get invited to another one that I don't, I haven't promoted it or anything like that, but yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy people. 
Well, good. I'm glad they enjoy you as well and keep inviting you to get fat in their in their city while you tell them about Jesus. So that's what that's what happened. I never talk about gluttony, by the way, ever. I dude. I know what you mean, man. It, it seems like the sin that uh, the, of of the deadly sins. It's like, eh, that one's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you lived in America. You get a pass. It's a slow killer. It's it's a slow deadly sin. Okay, yeah. we can't get into that though. Um, one of the other things that you did very very recently, as in like two days ago, people might be wondering why is Taylor doing the interview first? Where's the co-host? I am happy to announce that being added. To the group of co-hosts is none other than the bearded wonder himself. Oh, yeah. We are so happy. Jonathan Blevins, you're head co-host on the show now. <laughs> what would have been really funny is if I went and got, like, like, we stopped recording. I went and got that clip and just played it again. That would have been absolutely perfect. So I'm excited about it. You called me and, uh, it, it, you know, this is, I have the stuff, like, you know, I, I get to use the microphone because the streaming. I have a PC, which I would have none of the stuff otherwise. Um, and it's fun. I, I love talking to people. And you are easy to talk to. We've talked twice now, I think, once uh, the first time we met. And then once in the airport. And that's it. And I already knew. So this guy's easy to talk to. Boom. Yeah. And uh, you've got everything going for you. And except for the beard. I've got, I think I have a better beard. I think that I think we're going to have to. We can't put it to a vote though, because you've got like nine billion followers, and like they just vote for whatever you say. It depends. Are we put, if we put pictures on there, I, I I think I would lose, and I would just submit to losing. Um, you have an excellent beard. I will tell you this, my friend. Let me a little trick. So I grow my beard out really long, and people can't see what I'm looking at, but I can see you, and you can see me right now. And I get my beard real long, and and then I shave it a little bit, like it is now. Trim it, and every time I do that, dude, I can gain ten pounds. And I, sh- I trim my beard and people are like, you look great. What <laughs> diet are you on? And I'm just like, you know, I've been watching the calories and, uh, and walking extra steps. It's a great trick. So grow it long and a trend and people think that you're losing weight when you're getting fatter. Abs- I, I, that is the best <laughs> advice I've ever received. This is why you're a co-host on the show. That's that's oh. our big announcement. The show's all going downhill from here. Okay. So seek 2019. I went. I had never been before largest young adult conference in the country put on by focus. We're going to do a quick recap. Are you ready for this rapid fire? And then we're going to stop on one of the most important things. Are you ready? I'm ready. You speak for the people. The people are ready. First of all, in the airport, I went to Chick-fil-A as, as we are, are want to do. I said, thank you to do two different people. What are they supposed to say after I say thank you to them? They say my pleasure. They absolutely did not say my pleasure. They both said, have a nice day. I had a terrible day because they didn't say my pleasure. Wow. So uh, calling you out, Chick-fil-A. Uh, right when we got to the conference, my mom, you, we talked about your mother earlier. My mother, uh, th- it, by the way, that could be a very mean conversation, but it's not at all. We talked about your mother earlier. Now we're going <laughs> to talk about my mother. Yeah, okay. Mom. Uh, she's starting a Blessed Is She group. Within her her parish, have you heard of Blessed Is She? I have, and I'm friends with some of the people that run that thing. They are, I love it. I love what they're doing over there. Me too, and I haven't gotten to know much about it because I'm not a she, but I got to know them this week because their booth was like four down from ours at Seek. And my mom t- like called me in my Uber from the airport to the Seek Convention Center and she said, hey, if you meet the Blessed Is She people, like, tell them that your mom says hi. I swear to you, the first people I see when I walk in is Blessed Is She. And <laughs> so I go and I, I, it, I was like, hey, my mom says hi. You know, first thing I say to them, they're like, what? And I go and introduce myself. I tell them the story about my, how my mom's starting this group. And they were like, oh, let's take a picture. So I take a picture. I post it on the social media. They retweet it saying, hi, mom. And I send that. I take a screenshot of that, send that to my mom. Like that was a better moment in her life than like anything I've accomplished. Like the day I was born, any of that, like that, that, that made her day. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. So my, that's something that my mom would love too. My mom thinks you're cool. Taylor. She, you're, <laughs> I find, okay. I have to say something negative about your mom. 
she oh. if she thinks I'm cool, she doesn't have very good taste. <laughs> <laughs> she, she thinks that she thinks that Catholic Twitter is the coolest thing. Every once in a while, she'd be like, "What is happening today? I don't understand it." And my mom was just Catholic Twitter. Sometimes they're weird. She's like, "Normally they're so sweet." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, she's been on Facebook too much. <laughs> Your mom is a blessed issue legend, is what I'm hearing. Uh, she's about to be like they're starting like this week or something. Incredible. So, uh, everybody, say a prayer for my mom. Hi, mom. Um, here's. This is one part I'm disappointed about. I wanted this episode to be entitled, I Got Arrested at Seek. What? Instead, it's entitled, I, I, I Had an Encounter with the Police at Seek. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Did you have too many chocolate shakes at Chick-fil-A? No, I did not. Because uh, I, did, I didn't have a nice day. So I... <laughs> Every time we go to our booth, we're trying to, to recruit the college kids to come work in youth ministry with us and, and be trained on how to do that at Ablaze Ministries. Uh, non-paid endorsement. Uh, we bring these Nerf guns that shoot like 120 feet. Like I could hit you. I could almost hit you right now. And you're up in Detroit. Incredible. And we were like put on the darts like come visit our booth at booth whatever. 222, whatever booth number we are. And we shoot them at people as they walk by. And we've done this at like hoity-toity like DRE conferences, you know, never gotten in trouble. We're the clown show at the, at these big old conferences. We go to the fun young conference. I turn around holding these two Nerf guns and there are two, not security guards. They called the police. Wow. <laughs> they called the police and I turn around and they say, well, I'm. I bet you're wondering why we're here. I'm like, I show them the guns. Do you think these are real? You know, like I don't, I don't. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want from me? And they're yeah. like, uh, you have to stop shooting those. And I was like, why? We've done this all over the place. Why do I have to start shooting these? Like, it's not a gun, you know. And so, well, they said uh, one person might get upset and complain, and they'll just come complain to us and not know where to go. I said, look at the dart. It tells them where to go. If they want to come complain, <laughs> I'm right here. I'm I'm right here. Right. And they're like, well, well, the one person might complain. I said, there are 18,000 people here, and you're worried about one complaining? And they just said, just just stop shooting the darts. And they walked away. They were just done talking to me, you know? So uh, I didn't get arrested. I, I kind of wish I would have, because that would have been a cool story. Uh, instead, I got to ask, the question that everyone is wondering. Yes. Did you fire it one more time after they walked away? Okay. I had to be very specific with the words that I used. They said that I could not shoot the gun again. So I threw hundreds of darts at people after that. <laughs> and people at my booth, uh, I did not give them the gun. I, I, uh, they found the gun in my booth. They yep. were shooting it. Um, some of the people that found said gun may or may not be uh, children of very, very famous Catholic speakers <laughs> that... You would know if I said, um, think uh, Pints with Aquinas and Augustine Institute. Some children. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Please. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so we had an absolute blast. And uh, yeah, a few a few hundred more darts got, got put out after I was told specifically that I could no longer shoot the darts. So That's an, that is an incredible story. We had an absolute blast. Um, we stayed in a train. Have you ever slept in a train, Mr. Blevins? I have slept on a train from downtown Chicago to Gray's Lake, where I grew up late in the evening after a concert for 45 minutes. Okay. So like you, you planned to be <laughs> on a train and you slept there for 45 minutes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we booked a hotel in Indianapolis. We get to the, the hotel. They, they, it says nothing. It just says you know, regular hotel room. I've been in lots of hotel rooms. None of them have been trains. I, just not something that I would expect. We get right. to the hotel and they say, "Well, here's your here's your uh, your train key." Excuse me, <laughs> what do you mean by train key? We get to our rooms. It's an it's built on top of a train station, and that our rooms are actually trains. What's your initial reaction to me booking a hotel and being on a train? Okay, so when you said that you stayed in a train, I thought that the hotel thing got canceled, and so you ended up having to sleep on a train. But you're telling me this is a train that is actually a hotel. That sounds like the greatest night 
so of all time we were so excited we were like this is going to be an amazing story to tell people this is going to be so fun like my kids are going to love like seeing you know i was going to facetime them from the thing it was so exciting and then that first night (laughs) laying in bed 11 o'clock at night my roommate my boss is is asleep he wasn't feeling well he's asleep i've never experienced an earthquake before and I, I thought I was experiencing an earthquake. Everything started shaking. I'm looking out the windows. I see nothing. And I thought I went crazy because for three minutes, the entire building is shaking. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then 30 minutes later, it happens again. 30 minutes later, it happens again. It's like one o'clock in the morning. And it's still happening. We're on top of a train station, an active train station. It was wow. terrible. <laughs> How, they really didn't advertise this on the website? What did you use, Expedia? No, yeah, we used, no, we used like the Seek website. They were like, here are the three hotels you can use. This one's $10 cheaper even. We were like, oh, it's $10 cheaper and we got a train? Now we know why it's 10 It should be free because. That's why I thought you were going to tell me that you were snoring. No, no, I wasn't snoring. My boss <laughs> was wasn't snoring. Like, no, it was it was an earthquake. It's like I'm awake trying to figure out where the noise is coming from. I'm still snoring while awake looking out the window. <laughs> no, That's wild. So my my first thought was, you know what this is like? This is like sin, Mr. Blevins. <laughs> so mm. it looks great at first. It might be a little cheaper. You might get a great story out of it. But in the end... Oh boy, it's terrible. You got to deal with the consequences of that when you lay in bed at night, dude. That's what sin is. It's that train station. There will not be a better analogy this entire show. <laughs> We're done. We're done. It's it's over. We're just going to play the fiddle of the roof uh, right now. <laughs> no, but it was cool. The seek was cool overall. Okay. Here's the last two points. I got to see so many cool people. There were so many people there that the stage was 0.25 miles away from the last chair in the room. That's ridiculous. Wow. That is wild. I used to be able to run 0.25 miles. So I remember back <laughs> in the day when I could do that. And I was pretty good at it. It, it took me minutes to walk it this time. <laughs> You're out of breath at the end. Yeah. I was out of breath just going up the stairs to get to the eighth seat. Jeez Louise. Um, met Jen Fulweiler. Met T with Tolkien. Met Andy okay, before, I'm gonna stop right oh, there. Go, 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 go. So Jen Fulweiler is my personal hero. She knows this. Um, it's weird because she thinks that it's cool knowing me. No one thinks that she does. She's been a hero of mine for years. She's brilliant. She's hilarious. She is such a good, like hilarious lover to death. And then you just mentioned like my second hero, T with Tolkien, who, no joke, top five day of my year on Twitter was when T with Tolkien followed me back. <laughs> So anyway, you can keep going, but I just wanted to say those two, the best. It was phenomenal. Jen Fulweiler introduced me to a, a dinosaur priest. And I don't mean like old and, and crotchety. I mean like an, a priest that ran around the conference in a dinosaur suit. <laughs> I, I posted a picture. You can see it like in, what do they call it? It's like moments or whatever on Instagram where you put all your stories yeah. in one thing. Yeah. You can go see it. I got a seek moment. You can see all kind of pictures. You can see me reacting in real time to the train. You can see my heartbreak at night. Uh, you could see the dinosaur priest whose name, by the way, is Father Joseph, Joseph Anthony Cress slash dinosaur. Uh, it was, it was a blast. An absolute blast. I got to meet, uh, all these people. This was the first time I've met them. I've like known them for, for a while on the Twitter or the Instagram or the, uh, MySpace, but I've never met them in person. Sure. Got, got to have dinner with Andy. Great, uh, Catholic comic book guy. Sweet. Okay. <clears throat> but last point from Seek. So amazing. Great speakers. Great time. But I went to dinner with Andy. And I left a perfectly normal conference. I, I come back and everyone's quietly walking in a very straight line down a hallway that's probably about a half mile long. Yeah. Very, and then I, it's already weird because it was a vibrant place all weekend. Walk into the exhibitor hall. I'm just trying to get to my booth because my backpack is there. And there are thousands of people. Walking, you know, like when you go to the airport and they make you walk like left, right, left, right, left, right, like through these things. Yeah, like, yeah, like cattle. Exactly like cattle. There were thousands of people doing that in this room. It was t- absolutely terrifying. 
creepy, like everyone's quiet and just walking back and forth in lines. And you could look across this room and it was just watching people cross each other was absolutely terrifying. And there's like Latin chant music playing really loud in the background. I swore I was in a scary movie. And I was like, something <laughs> happened at this conference. Everyone is now in a trance, and me and Andy are the only two people left that are sane. I come to find out this was the confession line, and this is apparently how you have to have a confession line when there are 18,000 people in a room. But, and and I, I, I give props to Focus. They, it's a modern-day miracle that all those people got to go to confession that night. But, but my public plea, Catholics, Stop being weird. I mean, oh my gosh, it was terrifying watching this happen. So that that's that's what I got from Seek. <laughs> that is amazing, dude. It just it literally reminds me of like the you know I'm like God, we're not weird guys. We're not. We, we don't worship Mary. <laughs> like fast forward to like this this feast in Poland. <laughs> A giant statue of Mary is being carried by a hundred people, and there's thousands of roses everywhere singing Marian hymns. We're not weird. And we got a heart of a heart of a dead guy hanging out. I mean, we, we're pretty yeah. weird. So, hey, yeah, we're, uh, weird. we're gonna be right back. I recorded an interview with somebody that I met there. I, I met him. It's a funny story about how I met him. I may or may not have known who it was when it happened, but I know who it is now. Swole Catholic interview I pre-recorded. Stay tuned. Me and John will be right back for our final segment. See you then. Bye. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is Taylor Schroll talking to... A guy who is an internet buddy of mine, but I finally met in person at Seek 29, 2019, not Seek 29. That I wasn't around in the year 29, uh, and, ne- and neither was he, but we were both at Seek 2019. Okay. <laughs> you weren't around in 29, were you? You're not one of those like weird uh, <laughs> no. superhero villains that's been alive since the dawn of time, right? No, not yet, but maybe at 2029. 20, Okay. I'll be there. How's that? <laughs> uh, so you're not you're not an immortal god because we don't believe in those, but you might be a prophet and have just foretold the future. I'm very very happy <laughs> to have Swole Catholic in, but we have to tell the story about how we actually met. Uh, you walked up. Okay. You walked up with a group of people. It was very intimidating. And do <laughs> do you remember the words that you said to me when we walked up to each other at Seek? Uh, I think I said Taylor. Yeah, and, and then and then you said hi. I'm. Uh, did I say I'm Paul or I'm Swole Catholic? You said you're Paul, and I'm like, I don't remember. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't recognize you. I don't recognize your name, and I'm like, I'm in this really awkward moment where I'm like, oh no, you know, like what's what's happening right now? Like, did, did, like what did I do to this guy? You know, like. <laughs> He, he walks up to me with a group of muscular people, and I'm like, "This guy's about to beat me up with his with his gang, I think." And and then you say, "Yeah, we were coming for you." Yeah, and then you say, "I'm I'm a soul Catholic." I'm like, "Oh, I know you. I know soul Catholic. I've never heard of Paul, but I know soul Catholic." You hide behind soul Catholic. You do a very good job. You're like a ninja spy. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, I don't. I don't really uh, tend to post it too much about myself on there. <laughs> You're very humble, and it and it makes for very humiliating experiences when you meet people like me. <laughs> You've done a very good job. I apologize. So, no, no, don't apologize. Uh, it was. It made for great content for this said radio show. So, welcome on, man. I'm, I was really, really glad to finally meet you and no longer be confused. Yeah, yeah, likewise, man. It was great to meet you. Wait, why were you confused? <laughs> oh, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't confused, but it was good to meet you. So. If you weren't confused, I'm surprised why you came up to me, because if you knew who I was, why in heck would you walk up to me and introduce yourself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe you should have been more confused. Okay, so we we met 
and we, we had a great laugh right at the beginning. You had a booth uh, for Swole Catholic with your wife and a, fru- a few from your crew over at Swole Catholic, uh, really, really close to us. So why don't you explain? I'm still figuring it. Like, I got so much of a better understanding this week of what you guys do. I'm excited about it. Why don't you explain that to our audience today? What is Swole Catholic? Yeah, sure. So Swole Catholic, what, we, what we're all about, the reason why we exist is to encourage faithful fitness. Uh, you know, really, really think your faith plays into your fitness as much as your fitness into your faith. I mean, we're a body and a soul. You, you got to be building both. So which one do you and, think you know, I'm like doing I, better? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, which, the body or soul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I heard you're uh, you're going to CrossFit gyms, and so uh, I think you're you're you know starting to make some steps to be working on both, and so that's that's exactly what we want people to do too. So I think they're both leading like you to uh, purgatory. You're I, on I need board you now a little too. Bit more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, so I I love what you guys are doing because for a long time, like growing up, a lot of people know my story that I loved sports way before I loved God. I like I was always trying to be in peak physical condition. Sports were my love. I played all of them except soccer in high school because I was terrible at soccer. Ended up running track in college. Like that's all of my like everything was about like my body and the pursuits of my body and what I could do in mm. sports. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, in high school along the way, it's like the faith thing started creeping in. God got his claws into me and started, you know, started bringing me closer to him. And it was kind of mm-hmm. hard at first to get this this connection between it's like, well, do I do I work out? Do I pray? Like, which one's more important? Uh, how do you how are you able to do both while still uh, uh, having some sanity? Right, right. Um. Yeah. So like, that's a, you know, like a big thing that we, you know, trying to encourage, you know, this idea that, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Our bodies are a gift and God gave us a body for a reason. And I, you know, I love theology, of the body with JP too, talking about how our body gives us that, that ability to make visible the invisible. Right. And so when, you know, when we have that opportunity to be able to, bring the that invisible, that spiritual aspect, you know, into, into reality, into the physical, like that's when, that's when it starts to connect and starts to, I guess, so I that connection happens. Yeah, that we're, makes any sense. yeah, absolutely. Because we're, we're supposed to be a, a temple of the Holy Spirit. I heard a great joke when I was in college that, you know, like you're, a, you're, you, you, when you grew up, you were like a chapel, a small chapel for the Holy Spirit. Now, like you guys mm. are so Catholic, like you guys are a church. I'm a cathedral, and for once, that's not a good thing. I'm very large. So, so <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely got it, but I've definitely got to improve it. I did get some gear, though, from you guys because you guys do gear too. And there's so many arms to yeah. what to what y'all do, and I got a swole Catholic shirt uh, with a scripture on the back that says something holy. I, I forgot what it was already, but uh, I'm very excited to walk into my very non-denominational uh, CrossFit gym wearing this swole Catholic shirt. But I have a very important question for you, sir, since you are the man oh, behind swole right. Catholic. I'm very out of shape, so should I? wear it like tomorrow when I go because I'm very out of shape and I'm wearing this whole Catholic shirt. Will I make Catholics look bad or do I, I need to wait a few months when I get in shape and then I can be like, yeah, Catholics are awesome. Which do I do? Yeah, no, it's, you wear it right away, man. It's, that's, that's a big reason why, why we have those shirts. And it gives you that reminder why you're there. You know, you've got, you've got Catholic across your chest and you, um, you know, you got a scripture on your back, you know, it's, whether it's discipline or it's, you know, God gives you that strength. Um, it's, it gives you that reminder that why you're there is to be able to serve God is to be able to bring glory to God is, is yeah, you, yeah, you, maybe you, you're not good at it, or maybe you don't feel like you look good, like you're doing it, but, but it gives you that keeps you, you know, it keeps you reminding you that you're there for more than just yourself. And your Instagram account Reminds me that I too can one day look as good as as the people on the Instagram account. <laughs> so y- y- y'all are doing some great stuff. You've got you've got the Instagram where it's like at like at first glance when I first saw y'all, I was like, oh, this is an account of like pretty Catholics to make you uh, want to work hard. To, so you can look like them. And then I started learning more. I learned, oh, they have the gear that you just talked about, that you can help remember why you're there, do a little bit of evangelization as well. 
Uh, but w- there's something bigger behind what you guys do. What is y'all's like biggest goal? What are y'all really trying to get at? Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest mission is is to really help, uh, you know, get people to a point of virtue. You know, like it, within, you know, within the world, there's there's this two there's a spectrum, especially with you know with the body. And so on one end of the spectrum, you've got the the world, which is glorify our body, do whatever that feels good for your body. Don't worry about your soul. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you've got like, you know, you've got the Gnostics, you know, the oldest heresy in the church where you've got these people who, who say the body's bad, only care about the soul. And neither of these are correct. And so it's, we need to find that, find that medium, that mean between those extremes where we are able to see the fact that these bodies are an amazing gift. And, and that God gave us these bodies for a reason and how we need to be building both our body and our soul to, to be truly healthy and live, you know, the, the quote where it's treat your body like you're going to live forever and treat your soul like you're going to die tomorrow. Well, that's a good one. Who said that one? So I've always been told it's St. Augustine, but then I was told there's a rumor that it's just a quote attributed to him. Not necessarily his you know, words. That, that's, so that's I need to do some further research. We, we've got to we've got oh, to yeah. draw the line somewhere. Just just say Saint Augustine <laughs> confidently. Nobody's going to argue with you except for that like those yeah. tier weird two <laughs> dudes guy. on Twitter. It's like ah, leave me alone. You know, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, yeah, y'all have these outposts too. Tell me about a little bit about the outposts because I didn't know about this until this weekend. Yeah. So our outposts. So I mean, we we we're based out of Denver, Colorado. Uh, but, and, but we have these other people who are, are just as passionate about this as we are all across the country. And what their, what their job is to, is to help encourage and share this, this mission, um, in their own local kind of centers. Uh, so that's why we call them outposts. You know, they're like the, the lighthouses or the beacons for those areas. Uh, so whether, you know, they're going to be running events. Uh, locally where it's, Hey, you know, come, come do a rosary run with us or, you know, come lift with us. Let me, let's, let's do a, how to deadlift class or, uh, different things like that, uh, where it's, you know, building up these little communities. So if somebody reaches out to us and says, Hey, I'm in Orlando or wherever, is there anybody around me who, who can help me get into fitness, get back into shape? Like I'm, I'm trying to, you know, make some steps here and I need help, you know? And, so then it's like, oh yeah, actually we've got a few, we got a few folks there in Orlando, you know? And so reach out to these guys. Yeah. It's, it's, that part is so important to me. Cause when I shared uh, last month, when I started going to this CrossFit gym, like the same reason y'all started these outposts is the same reason that I started going is because I realized that I, not only is the community important for accountability, but I needed the community other, like we, Mm. my body over the last eight years is what it looks like when I don't have a community keeping me accountable, you know, and I'm trying to, (laughs) trying to get back to at least, you know, some kind of form that I was in back in the day. And like, I feel like this community is what's going to do it. So I was really cool, really glad to hear that y'all are doing this cool thing with the outposts across the country. Uh, you've also got a blog I, n- that I learned while stalking you um, in the last 24 hours. Uh, <laughs> you've got a, a, whole, a whole crew of people. Tell, uh, share a little bit about that. What is that doing for people there on the web? Yeah, so like on, uh, so we have content. You know, we put that content out on social media as well as our blog, uh, and that's and that just helps you know dive in, you know, take a little deeper dives into the various topics that well, along the faith and fitness you know, I guess, spectrum and categories, you know, whether that's, you know, taking a stab at the modesty question, right? What is, what is modesty in the gym? Uh, how does function versus fashion play out or, you know, like real life spotters, you know, like, okay, yeah, you need spotters while you're going to do bench press, but you need those spotters in real life too. Right. Ah. And that's your community. Those are your friends. Um, and so those different types of topics, uh, uh, this, uh, and that's, also, this last Advent, we did a uh, Advent challenge, you know, where it's Advent. Advent happened to be basically three weeks this year, um, so so we took advantage of that by each week we we took a turn to prepare our body, our mind, and our soul for the coming of Christ. And so, you know, trying to really help encourage people and challenge people and inspire people um, with with our content. 
Y'all are doing great stuff, man. It, it's really inspiring. I love my shirt. I cannot wait to wear it now with your permission on day one of 2019 of me working out. Whoops. And uh, uh, most important question of the day, how many push-ups can you do at one time? Oh, man, that is a good question. Uh, I don't know if I've really gone for failure on a push-up. Um, You've never, you, guys you heard it here first. He never failed on a push-up. That's what he just said. He's never failed. I've never failed on a push-up. <laughs> <laughs> I have not gone to failure on push-ups yet in, in a very long time. But uh, let's just, but we, uh, let's just agree it was a lot. I got showed up by quite a few people. I definitely got showed up by quite a few people. Um, at, at Seek, we had one guy go 72 push-ups in one go. I saw that, a D1 football player. It was really cool. So so uh, everyone, you can beat everyone but him. I'm very proud of you. Hey, uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on. How can people get connected with you? This is cool stuff. Everybody's worried about their New Year's resolutions. We're talking about that in the next segment. This would be a great part of that. How can they get connected with y'all? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, we've got our email. It's swole.catholic at gmail.com. Uh, our website is just swolecatholic.com. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, if you just search Swole Catholic, um, you'll, you'll, you'll find us. Uh, we come up right away. Um, yeah, those are some of the ways you can get connected. Uh, on our website, you can join our email list. We, we don't definitely don't spam people. Uh, we probably actually don't send enough emails out. Um, <laughs> but... We're getting there, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, there's, I'm there's really, a few different ways to get connected. I'm really glad that y'all are doing y'all, what y'all are doing. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Guys, go follow them, and we will be right back. John's going to rejoin me, and we are going to talk about New Year's resolutions, maybe even about working out a bit. We'll be right back. back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, your host, joined by Bearded Blevins rejoining the show, but for the first time as co-host. Yay! Yay! <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. So, John, have you ever had one of those moments where you're doing something, reading something, hearing something, and then all of a sudden it just like convicts you to the heart? Have you ever had one of those moments? I have. Okay. I'm going to tell you about one of those moments I had here recently. I, I'm i trying to be a better person. I tried to be a better person in Advent. Y'all heard how the shows went. I don't think it happened. So I'm going to try to be a better person here in the new year. One of the things that I've been doing is rereading one of my favorite books, The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. Have you Have you read that before? So I have not. It's on my list of things to read this year, but I know a lot about it. Okay, it, I'm glad it's on your list. It needs to move to the top, and maybe it will after hearing this. So, it's the premise of the book is that it's a it's kind of like heaven and earth. I mean, a heaven and hell are flipped. So there's they're all one way letters from a like managerial demon teaching another demon how to tempt this one human being. Yep. Uh, so I'm re- rereading this. I'm listening to. I read it the first time. I'm having it read to me on audible this time. Uh, and it says like, as I'm listening to it, I'm doing other mindless things like, you know, playing, you know, playing games on my phone or sitting around working on a computer, whatever, but I'm listening in the background. I'm an auditory learner. I'm able to do that. So this line stuck out and I took a note and I want to share it with you right now, Mr. Blevins. Can't wait. I don't need them to, this is the demon talking, talking about the person that they're tempting. I don't need them to commit big sins. I just need you to dis- to distract them. And he literally says this quote, playing cards isn't murder, but if it accomplishes turning them away, it's just fine. I'll give you 800 guesses into what I was doing the moment while listening to this on Audible. 800 guesses is great. Uh, first guess, you were playing cards against humanity. No, I was not playing cards against humanity. <laughs> Good. But I was playing cards. I was playing poker on my iPad. Like, you know, <laughs> just, like, you know just fun poker while I'm listening to this thing. Completely mindless. Completely mindless until you hear a demon mention cards. It's like, you don't need them to, to murder anybody just to not pay attention to God. I'm listening to this book about God while playing cards. What's wrong with me? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. So 
then, like, the next, I'm already laughing about that. I had already put that, uh, like, in my show notes to talk about, literally already put it in my show notes. And then it said, well, if they have an insight, a spiritual insight, this is the demon talking again, if they have an insight... Have them write a book about it. Now, podcasts weren't a thing when C.S. Lewis was writing this book, but I think writing a note about it for my podcast is the same thing. Essentially, was saying like, don't like make them read these things to write a book or to have a podcast or have a radio show or to put it on your Twitch stream, not to actually grow in holiness. I was convicted down to my core that I was a bad person and needed to improve. <laughs> So you're scaring me now because it was the third thing that it said, now invite someone else into this? No, you're supposed to be helping me. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like you just dragged me down with you. I did. I did. Go read the book and uh, it'll probably turn out better for you. Here's my here's my two tips. Number yeah. one, read the book. Number two, don't play cards while doing it and take no notes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It probably helps if you're reading it and not listening to it. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. Okay, so I want to. I'm, I'm listening to all my books. So. I want to. I want to finish today's show off by talking to you about New Year's resolutions. Do you do New oh, Year's totally. resolutions? You know, yeah. I think I think everyone tries to do some, and they're like, "These aren't resolutions. These are goals." And I have made them smart goals, so they're sustainable, and you know, all that stuff. Uh, so yes, I do New Year's resolutions, and I like to think that I try to take them seriously. Okay. Do you mind sharing yours or some of yours for this year? I have no problem. Give me 0.1 second. All right. I pulled up the wrong app. I pulled up. <laughs> imagine this. I pulled up Facebook on accident. I don't even, I don't even know why it's on my phone. Your anymore. mom's on no. Facebook to uh, writing things again. <laughs> I'll summarize very quickly. I have some, I have done my 2019 goals into categories, a prayer category, a wellness category, an improved lifestyle goal, career goals, family goals, and stream goals. Family goals gets moved to the top with prayer goals. It's out of order, but that's kind of, so that's kind of my thing, right? So basically it's like pray more, be healthier, join a gym. Um, those things are things I'm doing. Uh, read more, listen to more podcasts. Hey, oh. Uh, be on my phone less, uh, improve in all areas of ministry, grow in leadership. Wait, hold on. I have, to, I have to pause what? you. I have to pause you. Uh, as you're talking about your goals, you, you said be on your phone less and, and uh, listen to more podcasts. You're currently listening to a podcast as you create it, but you're also on your phone. So those two cancel each other out. <laughs> I am failing. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I uh, spend more. I want to take a road trip with my boys. I have two young boys, a road trip. That's a family goal. And then I have some stream goals, which I won't share in here. Um, so yeah, so those are kind of like uh, my goals. Okay. So are you the like all, in, if you're going to change, if you're going to try to improve, are you like all in, I have to do it now. I'm going to change today. Or are you like gradual, like let's take steps towards this. Which <sighs> camp do you reside in? I am very extreme. So if I'm going to do it, I need to go all in. Now, that being said, that means I also leave those things all in. So I will go on a diet for a month, <laughs> lose good weight. And then if I'm off that diet, I will eat worse than I have in a year that next month. We so learned, I'm like extreme. We learned earlier in the show in the first segment that you actually don't diet. You just shave your beard and then you gain 10 pounds. That's your diet. Exactly. <laughs> and I keep being told I don't look great. So You look fantastic. <laughs> so this is fun. This is going to be a fun conversation because I'm the gradual kind of improvement guy. I've tried the cold turkey. I've tried the all in. And then I, I do it for three weeks and then I stop forever and i feel like a failure so i have learned that that works more for me and i think people listening are going to be split in both camps as well so this will be a fun convo uh sure. i heard about this thing and i've been asked to do this thing this exodus 90 they had a booth Ooh, baby they had a booth across from us at seek and this thing is is super intense it's like an I, the laundry list, I literally don't have time in this segment to read everything that you have to do. But it's like prayer, working out, like pray an holy hour a day, working out an hour a day, uh, cold showers, don't eat anything that tastes good. Um, you're like, you can't watch television without permission from like the other guys you're doing this thing with. You can't do anything fun without permission. And so, like, <laughs> To me, like to me, and like if you like, I've talked to a few of my friends about this, and we had an argument like in my my men's Bible study group about this yesterday. Some are all in, and I am I am all out because like that to me sounds like rehab, and like 
I, 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 like that's exactly what it sounds like. It's like no, like my whole like goes against my whole brand brand of make Catholicism fun again. It's like do nothing fun for ninety days, and I'm like, yep. okay. And, and, and here's the other thing: it ends on Easter, and uh, like, is Lent not enough? <laughs> we got to start early. So that's my take. Okay, so now you have to defend Exodus ninety because you're the. I, I think you're crazy. Okay, so here's the thing. So first of all, the Eastern Rite of the church that's in communion with us does Lent that's like much longer than 40 days and they're way more intense. And I, they're- I live really in America. <laughs> Thanks, mate, Fred. Uh, so then, so here's the thing. Two years ago is the first time I heard of Exodus 90 or the Nineveh 90, there's a couple of them. And I was like, no way. Same, same boat as you, literal same boat. I was like, you couldn't pay me. Uh, it doesn't make you holier. It does, it's like, you, you can still have fun and be Catholic. All these things that, that you're saying- I agree with you, and I, I agreed with you two years ago, and really I agree with you today. Um, here's the thing, though. I think the Lord sometimes, he, he, he calls us to more than we're comfortable with. And for me, I've said no. I literally said there's no way in hell anyone will ever get me to do this because it's not fun and it's dumb. And I then have been brought, it's been brought to me by multiple seminarians, multiple priests before, you should do this, you should do this, it'll be fun for you. And I was like, no, it won't. And then it just kept coming up and kept coming up. No, 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 not for me, not for me. Now I get this email from a friend of mine. You should do Exodus 90. And in my head, literally, no, deleted the email. And then I find out that it ends on Easter. That's kind of a cool thing. And then I find out that it's right in line with pretty much all the things I kind of want to do for the new year. And then I, I had this men's group literally yesterday, same as you in the men's Bible study that I lead talking about it. And they're like, John, this seems really hard. We don't think we can do this, but we'll do it if you do it. And I'm like, who am I to tell these, like, these are teenagers. I'm not going to do this with them. And so I feel really called to give this a shot. They told me to go to rehab and I said, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, feel, I feel crazy. I agree with everything you said, even now. But I, for me, I think that this is going to be one of those times where I think it just has to be at the perfect time of your life where you're like, if I do this, it'll be really, really good for me. And I have never felt that way until just yesterday. Well, I'm very happy for you. And like, honest, like, honestly, I'm very happy for the people that are going to do this and get great things from it. But I think this brings up a really cool point about, uh, again, like the Catholic Church's universality. We are all so very different. And like, I can't do the all in, like I have to improve gradually. It's how I've always, I always was with sports. It's how I always was with like losing weight. It's how I always was with everything. But other people are wired to do things like this. So like the cool point for me is like people can think that I'm unholy and not cool enough to do this thing. I can think you guys are crazy and we could all be a good Catholic family and, and all trying to grow in holiness. I just think it says a lot about the differences and how we are made. And yes, we are called to do something more. I, I need to do a few things more, right? And I'm actually having a good conversation with those guys in my men's group about doing something. We're going to do like the Exodus 3 or something. We're going to do it for like three days or do like <laughs> or do like half of it for 90 days. Or, I would just sleep for three days straight. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's it. That, that's my thoughts on that. Do you feel satisfied with how we wrapped that up? I do. I just want to say, I do think the people who think that not doing it is unholy are way more stupid than the people who think that doing it is crazy. Like <laughs> you're fine. You, I, like I'm pretty sure psychologically it's proven that like doing things smaller, at, like little step-by-step, step, you know, a little bit at a time is much more effective in the long run. Well, I love being right on my own show, especially when somebody like you tells me that. So, Hey John, thanks so much for uh, not just coming on today, but uh, joining this train for the foreseeable future. You rock. Thanks, man. Dude, it's a, a pleasure to be here. You, you rock as well. I'm excited. All right, guys. We will be back next week. Uh, there will, I promise next week there will not be a surprise new guest co-host. This was, this was a special thing just for John. We hope this episode is a special thing for you. I'll be back next week. See ya! Later!